Welcome to this week's edition of the Old Codger Radio Show. We uh, opened up this week with the Flip the Frog theme. We will hear more from Flip the Frog later in the program. Uh, then Blind Willie Dunn and Lonnie Johnson gave us a deep minor rhythm. And Kenny Dorham, some bebop there, with our bebop in pastel. <laughs> There's the goat. Well, yes, he's still here in the fountain shanty while we do the radio show. And, um, you know, as I explained, the past few weeks I bought a new Sears Pouton Shanty. It was delivered by hand car, and it's fabulous. And even though they neglected to send along the uh, pre-assembled Sears cat, I, I have welcomed the Sears goat they mistakenly provided. He still does not have a name. Now, I, I gave him one, but he, he spat it out and crapped on the floor, and then he gave me a blank stare. So uh, we'll, we'll get to name the goat eventually. Now, even though I have a new pouting shanty, I decided to keep the old one. People are always saying to me, Courtney, it's about time you gave something back to the community. There's so many things you've stolen. Well, I, I have largely ignored these aspersions, these cheap shots at a dignified senior citizen. However, at this time, I am taking their advice to heart. I am converting the old patent shanty into something that will benefit the community. Yes, <laughs> I am providing something for the greater good. I am, I am converting the old patent shanty into a patent hostel. Yes, I'm making it available to aggrieved elders and resentful seniors and uh, jealous geriatrics who are exclusively male. No women allowed. The renovations on the Pouton Shanty to turn it into a Pouton Hostel are being done by Bodenheim general contractors. Now, the Pouton Hostel comes, if you visit it, it comes with a black-and-white TV, an AM-FM tube radio. There's a ratty couch you can sleep on, and off to the side is what's known as a rumination corner. This is uh, where you can sit or crouch or curl up in a feeder position, or, or you can pout, of course, uh, if you're inclined, and you can mull over the injustices in your life. You can reflect, or you can wallow in self-pity and stew in resentment. Now, I understand there's been a slowdown in the tourist trade this year, but I've also heard that it's going to come roaring back next year. Many elder gentlemen on uh, limited incomes can't afford cruises, but they can visit the old Codger's Pouton Hostel on Springdale Avenue in East Orange. Now, uh, read the fine print. There's no off-street parking. There's limited occupancy, no more than five paying guests at any one time, and only one can use the outhouse at a time. There's a hundred square feet. A <laughs> hundred, I said a hundred, Square feet of escape from society. You can uh, you can drop off your dad or your granddad or your great granddad. You have to pay the fee in advance. There are no credit cards or online payments. Unlike most merchants, we accept cash, exclusively. In fact, the place is uh, decorated with posters of Ukulele Ike and Josephine Baker. I have decided uh, to donate. To the Pouton Hostel, a lamp, my lamp, which is shaped 
in the contour of Sophie Tucker's thigh. There is a half-filled bottle of a 30-year-aged Jim Beam, uh, which is replenished when depleted. And if you're hungry at just about any hour, there's a, a telephone, and you can call uh, St. Mary's Pizza and Wings. They're just a few blocks away, and they deliver. Well, more information soon about the Old Codger's Pouton Hoster, only on this program. Anyway, let's get back to the music. 79 RPM Records, of course, only on the Old Codger Radio Show on WFMU.
poor back and broke with pain. My man sleeping, eyes are scrubbing, chilling, weeping, eyes are rubbing, pains are creeping, clothes are tubbing all day long. Up to that washing soap and down to that water once more. Head down low, head low. Up to that washing soap and down to that water once more. Poor hands go, oh lordy, so weary of scrubbing. Days dreary, so weary of tubbing them clothes. Up to that washing soap and down to that water once more. Washboard blue, never get me gone from here. Scrubbing dirty clothes all year. Them clothes, mustardy clothes, raggedy clothes, them grimy clothes. That's all I know. Up and down, back and forth. All day long Oh, Lordy, won't you hear my song Hear my song in 
Jolie fille, jolie fille, vous croyez vous croyez bien ici. Jolie fille, jolie fille, vous croyez vous croyez bien ici. Vous connaissez l'aimez vous, parlez-vous pour moi, chérie. Mais quelle jolie fille dans cette maison. Mais quelle jolie fille dans cette maison. Si vous parlez moi, Stel, je sais bien à ton. There's a word you'll hear spoken by connoisseurs of fine spirits. Clench. It's that sudden involuntary tightening of the muscles, stem to stern, anytime you hazard a gulp of sly weasel bourbon. Some say it's the body's way of protecting itself from noxious or caustic substances, but you'll call it a thimbleful of euphoria. Only sly weasel starts with rain drainage off Mount Weasel. That's Mount Weasel with a Z, not Sly Weasel with an S. Different. We combine that rain, brain drain... <clears throat> we combine that rain drainage with barely legal corn for a mash so sour it'll ruin your long-awaited vacation. After distillation in the same Alembics hammered at and patched over by many proud generations of whoever the hell makes this stuff, it goes in one end of a barrel and out the other lickety-split. Bottled and corked and ready to make you feel the clench. Sly Weasel, with an S, not a Z. We should listen to a, a collection of golden classics on the old Kaiser radio show on WFMU. We opened up with the Brock Sisters, and they sang Schoolhouse Blues. Then Mildred Bailey. I've been playing a lot of Mildred Bailey lately, remembering her fondly. And uh, we heard Washboard Blues from Mildred Bailey and her orchestra. Then that was followed by the melismatic stylings of Ruth Edding. And she sang, Funny, dear, what love can do. And then we heard Creole blues from Nick and his Creole serenaders. And, of course, we heard a commercial spot. Uh, that Sly Weasel bourbon. Uh, thanks, Gus. That was Gus Bodenheim uh, celebrating the majesty of Sly Weasel bourbon, a proud sponsor of the old Codger Radio Hour. Now, all of our sponsors are proud. If they are not proud to be associated with the old Codger Radio Show, 
we have to use our powers of persuasion. Around here, that's, that's actually very easy. We tell them, listen to any other radio show on WFMU and imagine those buffoons advertising your product. They immediately come back and concede that when it comes to advertising on WFMU, the old Codger Radio Hour is the gold standard. From that point on, they beam with pride when we promote their merchandise. Well, now, coming up, you know, we don't just play great music on the old Codger Radio Show, we also play film soundtracks from the great uh, cinema marvel Flip the Frog from his uh, films. So this one, we got one from 1931, and it's... Uh, it's called Jailbirds. He's flipped a frog. He never had an accident because he was texting while driving. But in 1936, he did crash into a truck delivering artificial crab legs because he was writing a postcard while behind a wheel. He's flipped a frog. He voted for Coolidge and Roosevelt and Kennedy. That was the candidate's name. Coolidge Roosevelt Kennedy. He ran for mayor of some one-horse town north of Hollywood in 1934. He lost in a landslide, but his names live on. He's flipped a frog. <laughs> he has never messed with jailbait tadpoles. He's flipped a frog. He would have tasted great sautéed with garlic. Unfortunately, he outlived his sell-by date. Well, here's a uh, jailbird's uh, flipped a frog soundtrack. Uh, the goat is not here. The goat left the pouting shanty. The goat does not like flipped a frog. He indicated he would come back if I play some uh, James P. Johnson. So I will in the next set of music. Anyway, here is the soundtrack from uh, Jailbird, the Flip the Frog from 1931 on the old Kaja radio show on WFMU. <laughs>
hear that? That's my brother. He makes the noises for the talkies. Listen. Now this is what I hear when I'm in bed. A bang, a rattle, like thunder overhead. Then cats meow and dogs bow wow. The only sleep I'll get is when I'm dead. A shot goes crack, a gale starts blowing, a duck goes quack, a cock starts crowing. Though you may think I'm kidding you, yet what I say is true. Just listen, I'll explain to you. My brother makes the noises for the talkies. There's not a single noise that he can't do. If you've forgotten what a parrot squawk is, our Bill can't illustrate that squawk to you. He does the noise escaping from liners leaving dock. He'll fake a razor scraping or else a cuckoo clock. My brother makes the noises for the talkies. There's not a single noise that he can't do. Now I'll show you how good my brother is. You just listen while he makes the noises. It was a beautiful day. Georgie arrived on his bicycle. So Mary ran to meet him. And then they kissed. Three weeks later, they got married. Listen to the wedding bells. Two years later, glorious peace and quiet in the home. Then Mary's mother arrived and got a warm welcome. Who asked you to come and stay here? Don't you speak to me like that. Yes, I will. Mind your own business. Get out. Oh, oh, oh. And so they all lived very happily ever after. Gotcha. Good night, everybody. <laughs> a setter, a pheasant or a grouse, but what is even better is his noise for Mickey Mouse. My brother makes the noises for the talkies, there's not a single noise that he can't do. Useful Phrases When the Tower of Babel fell, it caused a lot of unnecessary hell. Personal rapport became a complicated bore and a lot more difficult than it had been before when the Tower of Babel fell. The chinks and the japs and the fins and laps were reduced to a helpless stammer and the ancient Greeks took at least six weeks to learn their Latin grammar. The guttural wheeze of the Portuguese filled the brains of the Danes with horror and verbs not lust caused the final bust in Sodom and Gomorrah. If it hadn't been for that bloody building falling flat, I should not have had to learn Italiano and keep muttering Sisi and Mikiyama no Mimi like an aging metropolitan soprano. I should not have had to look at this ghastly little book till my brain becomes as soft as mayonnaise's. Messrs Hugo and Berlitz must have torn themselves to bits, dreaming up so many useless, useful phrases. 
play tell me the time. It is six, it is seven, it's half past eleven, it's twenty to two. I want thirteen stamps. Does your child have convulsions? Please bring me some rhubarb. I need a shampoo. How much is this hat? I desire some red stockings. My mother is married. These boots are too small. My aunt has a cold. Shall we go to the opera? This meat is disgusting. Is this the town hall? is this ribbon? It's cheap, it's expensive. What very fine linen, what pretty cretonne. What time is the train? It is late, it is early, it's running on schedule, it's here, it is gone. I've written six letters, I've written no letters. Please fetch me a horse. I have need of a groom. This isn't my passport, this isn't my hat box. Please show me the way to Napoleon's tomb. The weather is cooler, the weather is hotter. Pray fasten my corsets, please bring me my cloak. I've lost my umbrella. I'm in a great hurry. I'm going. I'm staying. Do you mind if I smoke? This man is the purser. This isn't my cabin. This egg is delicious. This soup is too thick. Please bring me a trout. What an excellent pudding. Pray hand me my gloves. I'm going to be sick. Sitting in the grass, the gitchy bet the monkey that he can't swing fast. The monkey said, Boy, to swing like me, you must be a native of the West Indies. Go that is swing, swing, monkey swing, way you say, Look, swing, monkey swing. Gitchy, my boy, to swing like me, you must learn to swing on a breadfruit tree. Go that is swing, swing, monkey swing, way you say, Look, swing. Monkey swing, and when I swing it, let me swing the monkey swing, for there is nothing in this world like a monkey swing. is the prince of swing, Louis Armstrong is the trumpet king, but when Houdini swing, the monkey swing, I inspire them girls to shake that thing, for that is swing, swing, monkey swing, way you saying man swing, the monkey swing, and when you swing it, let me swing, the monkey swing, for there is nothing in this world like a monkey swing, for that is swing, way you saying look a monkey swing, and when I swing it, let me swing, me monkey swing. Gitchy, my boy, to swing like me, you must learn to swing on a mango tree. The monkey was sent to jail. They had nobody to stand their bail. The monkey said, Gitchy, I don't like this jail. I'm going to get out of here swinging by my tail. Go and swing, swing, monkey swing. Where you say, let me swing, my monkey swing. Gitchy, my boy, to swing like me. You better go and practice on an apple tree. Go and swing, where you say, look a monkey swing. And when I swing, let me swing, look monkey swing. 
Teaching my boy to swing like me. You better learn to swing on the bread. Well, we, we heard from uh, Flip the Prague from the soundtrack of his 1931 major motion picture, Jailbirds, starring Flip the Prague. Again, uh, we heard Albert Whalen and the Jay Wilbur Orchestra, which my brother makes the noises for the talkies. The talkies were the, the silent films with talking. That's why they were called talkies, like I'm doing right now. I'm a talkie. There was a time when I was silent for about two days in 1946, I think. Noel Coward uh, sang about useless, useful phrases. And we ended up with some great calypso from my old buddy, Wilma Houdini. Wilma Houdini did Monkey Swing here on the Old Codger Radio Show on WFMU. Now, they, uh, this is a public service announcement that WFMU requires all DJs to read on the air. I have no idea what this is about, but uh, no one tells me anything. They just give me orders. Ah, sometimes I comply, and sometimes I ignore them and, and tell them I've complied. They never check. Anyway, I've got to read this. Uh, shut up, goat. I've got to read this on the air. This is, ver- this is very important. If you're feeling disenfranchised this week, so are many of your neighbors. This is a National Franchise Redistribution Week. If you're a citizen lucky enough to have been previously enfranchised, Public officials may be coming by to reclaim your franchise and giving it to the disenfranchised on a temporary basis only. You will have your franchise returned after a brief period of time, and you will be compensated for the loss of your franchise for the entire duration. The hell is this anyway? Anyway, uh, to register for compensation, visit your local franchise re-enfranchisement Franchise, located next door to the Department of Motor Vehicles in your community. Apply early. There may be long lines, and there's something about a mask, and no guns. Eh, sounds cryptic. Sounds ominous. I think you should stay holed up in your pouting shanty. I will, with my good buddy, Jim Beam. He knows how to listen. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to go back to the music right now. And we have uh, uh, Earl Hines and his orchestra on the Earl Codger Show on WFMU. Say, listen here. You know, I've been looking around in the uh, of soul insight. I've been wondering where you, where you is tonight, baby. I just wanted to ask you if you or had you ever felt that way. Honey, I've got so much to tell you that uh, I've been feeling forlorn and, and I've got them things called boo-boos, you know, and night and day I've been singing them weary blues. Baby, is you or has you ever felt that way? 
saying? There's been so much talk going around here about you feeling so downhearted and and you didn't know just what you was going to do, you know. And I've been around you so long and been seeing you with nobody. I know you ain't had a soul to tell them down talk troubles to, you know. Of course, we used to have been walking for miles and there wasn't a, no place to go. And, and I've been talking to myself, but honey, I noticed that you didn't know. Uh, had you? Is you? Or had you ever felt that way?
catch you all should know. Jitter's every place he goes. Where's the big white jitter hat? Jitter's still his Peter flat. Jitter Joe, he's the jitterbug, jitter Joe. He can cut a rug, he's the jumping son of a gun. Bug the jitterbug number one. Jitter Joe, he's from Kokomo, jitter Joe. Never take the stone, ground for jitter in the downtown flood. Jitterbugging is in his blood. He's the real jitter king, the one and only king of swing. His work is always played. He jumps till the break of day. Jitter Joe, you find his name hanging up in the Hall of Fame. Jitter till his days are done. Bug the jitter bug number one.
back into Patter Shed of Music. We heard pro- the ghost back in here now. Uh, we heard Earl Hines or we heard Earl Hines and his orchestra. Which have you ever felt that way? Before that was uh, James P. Johnson. He was uh, recording as Jimmy Johnson and his orchestra. Uh, the vocal was by Anna Robinson, and they did the Harlem Woogie that was uh, was released on the uh, Vocalion Records label. Uh, then we heard the Cats and the Fiddle with Public Jitterbug Number One. And we finished up with uh, Winifred Atwell. And she gave us the Spaceship Boogie. Well, this concludes another stellar edition of the old Godger Radio Hour. As long as we are on the air, 17 RPM records will never go out of style. I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for patronizing our sponsors, uh, such as uh, Sly Weasel Bourbon, uh, Rancho Malario Cigars, uh, Beyond Mouse, Hardly Hamster, Wapner's Vaginal Cones, Beyond Water, uh, Chloroxide Tooth Lotion, and the, uh, the, the, the guillotine manufacturer, whose product name escapes me. We have one installed in the front yard. It scares off door-to-door salesmen. <laughs> the postman knows it's just a display model. Anyway, thanks for tolerating my verbal abuse. You deserved it. Come back next week for more. Catering for tonight's show by St. Mary's Pizza and Wings. Fashions by Lalo's House of Charles. The Old Codger is represented by Lola Bell Pancake, care of the International House of Pancake, uh, Route 22, in Union, New Jersey. Any similarity in this program to persons living or dead are likelier dead. All rights reserved. I said all. Stay tuned for Hardy White. He will save your soul if you have one to begin with. If not, you are beyond redemption. And there's nothing Hardy White can do for you. You will spend eternity in hell. It's not so bad. They only make you listen to WFMU 50% of the time there. Anyway, this is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. The Old Codger Radio Show is made possible by funding. It's a miracle nutrition with Hardy White. I'm Hardy White. Join me now, won't you, as we meet at my house. It has many levels. Some upstairs, some downstairs, and some out back. We can start out back, out back upstairs, or out back downstairs. Or out front. Or right at the front door. Hello. Come on in, friend. You look tired. You came at a great time. This is our radio living room. You and I are doing a radio show. And we visit and talk about nonsense. (laughs) Come with me, quick, to the basement. We can talk there. Level Level one. one. Welcome, friend. 
We need to leave the obvious world for a minute so we can practice our secret and ancient ways of not making sense. And this underground part is a great way to get started internally as far as conjuring up an image or feeling. If you've been to Mammoth Caves and seen Hogan's Heroes, you know exactly where we are. But basically, we are in a nice, spacious underground tunnel. Not the scary small kind, the kind that looks like a Gothic cathedral or underground Atlanta, somewhere in there. I mean, I'm not trying to scare you, I'm trying to comfort you. So the first level is all about feeling safe, and we all feel safe in a, a little cave, unless there's a bear at the other end. So let's check. There's nothing there, we made the cave, so we're all right. That's the thing, if you've created the world, then you sort of know what's in it. Or do you? No, because what if you left your cave unattended, and something got in there, like a minor 49er or somebody's still fighting. A, did you ever see a sitcom like that? We'll say, oh, somebody's been living in the cave since they were fighting a war against, I don't know, so far back, Prussia. Maybe you're one of them who lived here. And they're still in there fighting to this day or mining gold or something because someone forgot to tell them to die. And that, uh, so we need to check the caves for that because this is a different world. And again, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to comfort you initially. And then comes the scary part. But first level, I think, is just get your bearings. We're gonna sit in here and we're gonna make sure that anything that was chasing us, now you've seen like Land of the Lost or everything, could be anything. Because if it's lost, who knows what it is? And in the Land of the Lost, it was dinosaurs and what have you, and a race of benign mammal-like people. I don't know, You get it's a mixed bag. But let's just take a moment here, because we're gonna go to a few deeper levels. Is it like we're dreaming? No. It, unfortunately, it's not like we're dreaming. It's, it's real. But it is, oh, you're right. It is like we're dreaming in a way. And I'll tell you why. Because I think that the radio show is like that Flatland example, where you have little people living in a two-dimensional space. And they say, what's three dimensions like? And then somebody drops an apple on them. And they go, oh, uh, that's what the show is like. It's like having an apple dropped on you. What do you mean? I mean... By creating a space entirely within your head, it's very different than, say, watching a movie, which is sort of like world creating, but all of it's been done already for you, and you just immerse yourself in something. But if you have to make the world, then it requires a lot of other things. Now, like we've all seen Inception just recently. <laughs> just me. Maybe it's just me. I've seen it before. I watched it again. Uh because I believe that a lot of themes recur because people sense them to be relevant somehow. So this idea that you may not know what is real is, is a real possibility. Does it apply to your life? Only a little bit. And none of it's literally true, I imagine. You say, oh, it's all a projection. That's great. I'm hungry for a sandwich within a projection. How about that? If it feels real, it is real. That's why even people living in an imaginary world can be tormented. Just make sure that you made it. That's what we're gonna do, is we're gonna go looking for clues to whether you made the world. How will I know? What's the difference between me and the outside world? Well, let's discover that together. But you can only do that 
in your own head. Because the minute somebody else puts a, a picture in there, like of the house they grew up in, it's like, well, that doesn't look familiar to me. Because it isn't. So will you join me down these levels? Some of them you might get lost. I want you to get lost a little bit. You say, so Hardy, I've come here to your house. Yes. I was wondering why. Are you going to tell me why? I don't know. Something draws me to it. Oh, well, if, you, if you're passing by and it's somebody, a friend or something, you say, I'm going to go in and hang out with Hardy. I understand that. I just didn't want to hang out on the first level because there's a lot of looky-loos outside there. I noticed the drapes are open and they're watching us. So I put on that recording of just some music or something. They'll listen to that and we will go, not necessarily deeper. I don't want to keep going down in the tunnels. The first level is a tunnel to make you feel good. The second one is a little less uh, what claustrophobic. And then we're going to take all the walls away and see how we do in... Uh, Wallace world. Wa are you saying Wallace or Wallace? Wallace. Wallace, the surname, or Wallace? I don't know. Now I don't know. Now you've got me questioning myself. But I know that's good. I want to get ready. If I'm getting warmed up uh, to go confuse someone, who do I start with? Myself. I try to do brain exercises where I say, I'm going to go off on little paths. Now, they might not, some say, oh, you're going off on a tangent. If, it's, if, you, if by that you mean like a branch, well, yes. And guess what? The branch will end and I'll return. It's not permanent. I'm not going to go from this branch off into another tree. I wouldn't do that to you. I'm going to come back to the trunk because people I care live there, little grub worms and, and those who eat them. So I care for both the birds and their uh, innocent, what I think are innocent, tasty victims, the little worms that live in our tree trunk. And I feel like it is ours because we've been living here. So now I, I feel like, like at benches, public benches, or if I'm in a mall and I sit down on a seat and if I'm there for like a half hour, which is rare but possible, I feel like that's my chair now just because I know it best or something. No, I don't. Do I feel that way? A little bit, but I, I recognize in it something that occurs in other humans, and I go, fight against that. It's not your chair. This feels like my tree because I've been leaning up against it. Oh, 